Hello and welcome to Entertain Us. I'm Dan. Jordan's with me. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's sick, so you're not going to talk much. I'll talk as much as I want. Okay. I'll be a pain while I do it. Sound like a man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> so we're in your living room instead of the car. Yeah. We went to a smaller independent theater down the street from your house. Yeah, literally like a block away. Uh, it was good. It was a good theater. Yeah. It was a nice experience. Tuesday night, very low crowd, so that was nice. Uh, and we saw the movie Ready Player One. Jordan, why did you want to see the movie Ready Player One? Um, before I say that, if you hear my cat, it's okay. It's just my cat. <laughs> so, and she's loud. Um, I wanted to see Ready Player One because I had read the book um, probably, I don't know, a year ago. And I really liked the idea of the book and the story of the book, but I didn't like its execution. So I was interested to see the movie version, see what they change, because everything always gets changed. Um, and yeah, so that's why I wanted to see the movie. Where did you want to see the movie? Steven Spielberg action video games nerd shit. Yeah, I mean like that that's too. that's what <laughs> it was, right? Like. You know, it's a big adventure movie, sci-fi, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so, of course, it's up my alley, so I wanted to give it a shot. Uh, and we saw it. Yeah. And Jordan, what did you think of the film Ready Player One? Um, I'm very conflicted about uh, the movie. I, um, I can't decide if I liked it or not, to be perfectly honest. Um... It definitely made me appreciate the book more, which when you don't like the book, I don't know if that's a good sign when you see the movie. Why would you appreciate the book more? We haven't spoken um, about it at all. We literally no, yeah. saw it 10 minutes ago. Well, to be perfectly fair, I, I read it a year ago. I read it once a year ago, and I kind of I so I don't remember a lot of it, but I do remember some key things that were changed in the movie, which I won't get into right now. Um, but the key things that they changed were I think things that were very important to the main character, they were important to Wade and his journey. Um, and I, I understand why they changed them uh, for the sake of storytelling in a visual medium versus a, a book. Um, but it definitely changed the character for me. And so, I mean, I still don't overall like the book's execution, but the movie having made changes that I thought I wanted made me appreciate the way the book was written in certain aspects. That's interesting. I would like to hear more yeah. when we get to spoilers. Yeah. Um, so, I knew... What I knew about the movie going in was a couple small articles that I read that were spoiler-free. Mm -hmm. The overall reviews were positive yeah. for this, and it, it seemed to be sort of a bit of a surprise. It was... Spielberg's best opening weekend since like 2008 or something like that. I think it was 2008. Uh, a couple of things that you told me about the book and your opinion about it, and then promotional material. And I really didn't tell you a lot, I don't think, because I was very dismissive of the book overall. Agreed. So that's what I knew going into it. Uh, the trailers, which I normally don't watch, but I'm going to see it a little bit, I, w I just... I knew that the movie was going to be very dense. Yeah. I knew it was going to be action-packed with a lot of things and a lot of CGI, and I have strong opinions about that. 
Uh, and so we went to go see Death of Stalin instead when we couldn't get into the thing because we didn't want to sit in the front row because it was going to be so crazy. Mm-hmm. So this we got prime seats. Yeah. Uh, which helped with the movie going experience. And the movie's about the Oasis, which is a virtual reality world that some guy in the 80s created or whatever he created it. And uh, everybody's in there and that's all anybody does. And life's shitty for everybody except inside this thing. And then there's a treasure hunt inside it and there's games and video games and the bad guys are trying to get it. And that's essentially it. Yeah. And it's just full of pop culture references. Mm -hmm. I... I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, me too. Uh, I didn't care about the characters. I didn't care about the action. And I thought it was okay. Um, I couldn't figure out what made it a Spielberg film. There wasn't anything really Spielberg-y. Maybe I'm jaded now. Maybe I'm <laughs> something or other. Back in my day, Spielberg. <laughs> but it just, it just seemed kind of generic all of these filmmakers that did a lot of cool stuff without computers i'm i like their stuff less and less i don't like any of tim burton's i was just about to say stuff. like tim burton tried to recapture what he had before just is now not i like everything thing. before planet of the apes and i pretty much don't like anything after i feel very similar about george lucas i feel similar about I guess I feel less similar about Spielberg because he does such a wide variety of things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, who else am I thinking of? And even a lot, of, even Peter Jackson's stuff after The Lord of the Rings. Like King Kong was okay. It's 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 sort of something that people are are relying on and losing all of the stuff. So I don't know. I think I feel like I'm rambling, but <laughs> there's a couple there's a couple specific things I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about what the movie did right, not necessarily in terms of plot, but like in terms of just general things that I think they did right. Um, one of the things that I do, do we need to do spoilers or are we uh, at this good right now? Right now, I don't think so. Uh, Perfect. As far as the animation goes. There are moments where things get very lost. Like there's these big battle scenes, sprawling battle scenes, and you are I, you are correct. I'm glad that we saw the movie in a theater where we could sit further back because it's just so overwhelming to the eyes that up close you're not going to catch everything. And even sitting as far back as we did, there was this kind of mush pile. I barely caught anything. Um, but the close up. So when it's just the characters talking, there was incredible detail in their faces and like little emotional things that they were doing, like if they were offended or if they were shocked. It didn't seem like a caricature. It seemed like a real human reaction, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. Um, especially um, Artemis, they did a really good job animating her face. I felt like because I felt like I was watching a human being talk, even though I'm clearly seeing an avatar. Um, and so I thought I thought that, that they had moments, especially when it was on that really small scale, that they did really, really well. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that they did well. <laughs> for me for me it got to it was too uncanny valley. Really? It was just 
it was like it was about I was almost climbing up out of it, but I was still in it. Oh really? I think that they should have made it more video gamey. See, I thought that it felt very video gamey. I I let me rephrase. Uh, less they should they should have tried to make it less realistic. Like this world, the oasis that they tried to make, I feel like they tried to make it as real of a video game as possible. And I think something that would have helped would have been to to go the opposite direction and, and dial it back and have it be a little bit more stylized. You look at Overwatch, and it's not perfectly realized right, right? Yeah. there's, there's a little cartoony. bit of cartooniness to it yeah and i think that's great you look Lots at uh, the there's a lot of D D references too <laughs> there's more D D references in this movie than any movie i've ever seen including dungeons and dragons the movie <laughs> um like they, they were trying to make it look like mass effect or one of the final fantasies but I think if it was less, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure that they had conversations and if they wanted mm. it to be like Second Life or they wanted it to look like Borderlands or they wanted, and they're like, well, it's got to be as real as possible. I think that too much was cap- was possible in this world. Mm. And so it took me out of it. Because it, if it had looked like World of Warcraft or something, that would have been fine. But fucking anything could happen in this world. And it was so... I just... There was a big disconnect between... To be fair, that is how it is in the book. Is it? Yeah. It's it like is. the most perfect. Yeah, everything looks so. It's a Mary Sue video game. <laughs> um, there, it, 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 the way that I remember the book and the way that it's presented is that it is very clean and sleek and like seamless almost. Um, and but there are different levels of that based on the kind of gear that you get like in the real world. Um, but I see what you're saying, uh, and I agree to it with it to a certain extent I do think that they were kind of imitating I think what a lot of people took from the book but at the same time I also kind of could see with the direction that you wanted it to go to but it is very like top of the line state of the art visually in the well, book let me let me add, tack this on to that I want to I want to rephrase again because mm. that's what I do <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily what I wanted I think I'm trying to come up with a solution that would have fixed the problems I had with it. Right, yeah. Right? And those problems, at the end of the day, were several times I was confused about what was going on, particularly during action scenes, because physics didn't tie into it because it was all in a computer. Because of that, I didn't really care about what was going on. And because of that, I didn't really care about the characters. And they definitely, so this is kind of going on to spoilers, I guess, spoilers for the book and spoilers for the movie. Yeah, okay. Um, so in the book, Wade is uh, very overweight. Um, he's, he's a heavy set guy. And um, they kind of seem to give him a little bit of that kind of shyness and awkwardness that he in the book had as a result of his weight. Um, but also, he's a student in the book. Like, there's a whole world, there's a whole planet in the Oasis that he goes to, and he's on school, and a, a, a significant portion of the book is him at this school. And in fact, the very first clue is found on this planet. 
in a very much less exciting way than in the movie. Like, in the movie, there's that insane race and all that kind of stuff, and it's they've known that this is where the first key is the whole time, and it's just people not being able to complete the race. That's not in the book at all. In the book, he, I think, if I remember correctly, and I'm sure if people are listening to this, they're going to scream, that's not how it went at all, but in the book, he has this realization that the first clue is actually on his school planet. There's different planets? Yeah, so, or like, the... I, I'm describing it as a planet, but it's where it's oh, like he, this. Oh, it's the oasis. The he's oasis in the planet. oasis. Yeah, he's to in school. the oasis planet, oh, not like so in the he, real world. So, planet. He, so yeah, so he's in Columbus, and then he goes to to he goes school, to school through school the planet. oasis. I got you. I yeah, got you. and the reason why nobody looked is because it was a, uh, where schools were or something like that. So it's a very it's uh, not as exciting, I think, but it's a really cool start, and also it really emphasizes the fact that he's just this kid. Um who goes to school, who has a shitty home life, um, and he kind of stumbles onto to this first clue. And I really liked that about the book, but I didn't realize I liked that until I saw what they did for them in the movie. And I think they tried to capture that kind of his... For the three minutes? The... The three minutes of exposition about his family and Yeah, oh my God, yeah. You're like, talking about those three talk. minutes? It was way too much talking in the beginning. And it, they, they honestly... I know, I thought, I thought that I could have gone with more exposition. I'm saying there was only three minutes dedicated oh, to describing the, who this person was as a person. I Well, I think they had to do it. They had to have so much exposition like that because of the way that they made those early changes. I feel like if they had stuck with the way the book was in the beginning, where you see him being bullied in school, you get to see his reactions or his interactions with other students and how everyday life is in the Oasis. So not him going on these crazy races and things like that, but like he's still just a student. He's going to school and this is just him stumbling into this adventure. I think that that is, that would have been a better way to present it. I would have it. liked to see that more. It's it's honestly a better story. And uh, they also... Ender's gamey. Well, and they do a better, or the writer does a better job in the book of really explaining that this is kind of a, I don't want to say post-apocalyptic society, but a very dystopian society where you don't really get that sense in the movie as much. So in the book, there's the IOIs and the Sixers and all, or yeah. and the movie and all that kind of stuff, and it's this big corporation, but they're much more cruel. Uh, and overarching or overreaching in the book than in the movie, and it's less cartoonish. It's actually kind of scary. Um, and he's the one that gets sent to the loyalty center, not Artemis in the book. And he undergoes this significant change and these really like having to use his brains to escape, um, the whole loyalty center. <laughs> Sorry, you're making a No, point. no, no. I'm, I'm, I have a comment. Oh. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, gotcha. Well, essentially, They've changed some significant portions, and one of those was that he, like, he does is the one that goes into the loyalty center, and he's there for a while. Um, and obviously, you can only—it's already a long movie; you can't have that. Mm. And they needed a girl to be rescued. That was that, that was my comment. I was gonna say, <laughs> well, well, you so know why they changed the Artemis? Because yeah. women are helpless and they need to be rescued by men. Yeah, that's. that's I didn't know if you were aware. <laughs> that was how they. How I saw that and I was like, women are. I well, I also saw helpless. why they changed it for the way the plot was going in the movie. Like I get that, and so I'm I'm not as mad as it as I could be in terms of her being the one, but it, it definitely was. Oh, we need him to rescue her, um, but and also too like he. 
after he gets his initial bonus, all that money where he's spending it in the Oasis mm-hmm. on all those suits and stuff like that, he ends up getting a, an apartment somewhere after, I think it's after the stacks have been blown up. He gets an apartment and he loses a ton of weight and he's in this, like, he like shaves his whole body. He's in this, It's it becomes very hard sci-fi at one point where he's in like this gel that he wears to put on this like super suit or whatever and he doesn't really eat and he never leaves the apartment and it's him getting better and getting back coin and all this kind of stuff to just be like bigger and badder um and i think that plus the fact that he goes to the loyalty center is so essential for his character that it's what makes him him and makes you feel triumphant for him at the end whereas in the movie i don't really i'm like yay i'm glad that the sixers lost and the bad guys lost but like I, I don't have that connection with the, with the character like I did in the book. Agreed. I didn't even read the book, and I already am <clears throat> with you 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my little rant. <laughs> no, I, think that, I <laughs> think that was good. It was nice for somebody else to rant for once. Well, also, too, this is kind of a, a, an aside. Um, H's, the way they did her voice when she was the, or when he was oh over, I had gosh. such a hard time understanding so him. So challenging at the beginning. I could not understand, and he was clearly saying funny quips and lines and things like that before you discover that H is actually a lady. Yeah. Um, and all that, and so I think it was supposed to be apparent that they were using a voice modulator, but at the same time, if they hadn't had it be so apparent and also incredibly difficult to understand, it would have been more of, surpri- of a surprise at the end when you realize that H is a lady. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Um, I also feel like we didn't have, like, the sound wasn't loud enough in the theater, but also my ears are super congested, so it could have just been my experience. Well, I, I felt like I couldn't hear a lot. Uh, I, I feel like the sound louder. was mixed fine. It was it was difficult to understand H. Yeah, okay. Um, I think clearly it's been Hollywoodized. Yeah. And mass media produced or whatever like Spielberg needs to go back to like a, you know Gremlins and Goonies and <laughs> E.T. and that kind of shit make something edgy it's just I feel like it wasn't, it felt, it this wasn't edgy it's very safe yeah. this movie there were a lot of references which is something I'd like to talk about briefly yeah go for it Cause, so part of the movie part of the story is based around references of things mm-hmm. right so I feel like, I don't know. I remember, I read an article that was, they made a conscious decision to keep having, to have more modern day references in the movie. And that's not something that was in the book. They're very 80s. In the book, the idea was when the Oasis was built, all other stuff stopped being created. And so it was only Oasis stuff that was created because that took up everybody's time, and so it was all reference to 80s, is what the article portrayed. And they made a conscious decision, uh, the filmmakers did, to put in sort of these modern things. Uh, There was Overwatch stuff, there was Halo stuff. Harry Potter. Uh, I didn't see anything Harry Potter. I saw Freddy Krueger. Batman. Fucking Michael Bay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Bullshit. Halo. Uh... My favorite was the D&D references. I did not catch any the, of those. I've been the, playing D&D for the, a lot less The than sticker on the back of the truck. Oh, is that a D&D That's thing? The, from the Tomb of Annihilation. Don't go into that mess. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was... He had on an ampersand shirt. The 
the orb was a d20, which isn't a d, you know, which isn't a, a, a Dungeons and Dragons reference necessarily, but it was a d20. Uh, there was a sticker somewhere that was uh, something. There was there was another image that's escaping my. And then they the the mines of Gygax or the Gygax gold mines or something. Gygax Gary Gygax invented D and D essentially. Uh, so that was great. So someone either Spielberg or someone in them someone in that production team really likes D and D. And I thought that it was cool that they're trying to put all that stuff in. Um, you know, Bigfoot, the DeLorean, the, uh, Akira bike. Yeah. Uh, there was the T. The Terminator, uh, the Terminator with the higher drive. I really liked that there part. There was two <laughs> Say Anything references. With the. There with was the, two of them. I only saw the boombox yeah. one. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else we've watched. That, that was in there. Well, it doesn't matter. Everybody yeah. listening doesn't give a crap. So anyway, the point of the story is I like that they put it in there during the fight scenes and all that stuff. I couldn't see any of the characters that were fighting because it either was edited so quick. Or it's shadow. Or it was shadow or the CGI wasn't as crisp as it could have been. Uh, so that was a pain because I would have liked to do that. That would have, you know, like I got excited when all those references that we mentioned I saw. I was like, oh, this is exciting and I'm, yeah. it's kind of helping me with the world. Other times I got lost. Um, I'm not sure what the point of the story was. Yeah, and I... What's I, the theme? Uh, well, I think... I, Again, it's been a while since I've read the book, but I, I feel like the sense that I got away from reading the book was that the game was for everyone to enjoy or something like that. I can't quite remember. Um, and that it had just become like less pure over time with the various influences. And I think that's interesting too in the book is that they highlight the relationship between Holiday and Og or Augie mm-hmm. more. And he shows up way earlier in the book too. It's not a surprise at the end. It's He ends up helping them during the final battle. Like I think they're trying to escape from somewhere in the real world and he like helps them and gives them weaponry or, or something like that. I can't remember. And her her scar, which I imagine to be much worse or birthmark or much more prevalent, not in a pretty way like they did it in the movie. In the extremely attractive uh, they large did, I was so birthmark yeah. Life. They did it and <laughs> I was so pissed because I was like <laughs> It's like when it's like when lady action heroes get injured in movies and the scrapes don't really detract. It's not like their ears fucking blown off or anything like that. Like the blood is carefully draped across their face and it's like accentuating her. Yeah, you didn't like you. You got mad during Tomb Raider as well. Yeah, because it does that. It's like I'm sorry, but these people are in life and death situations. They're they're gonna get fucked up. And when they showed her birthmark in the movie, I was like, Ugh, they fucking did it. So she's in a really, it look, it, she looks beautiful. And it's like, give me yeah, some they, gnarly but... scars or some like all across her face birthmark because I don't know. It's just, it's, right, it's really Let me ask you a question. Cause so I understand what you're saying in regards to, it, oh, and, we got to make sure the ladies look sexy. Yeah. Right. Do you think that they do that with men as well? I'm sure, yeah. I mean, they made like him... It, it, he was he was fat in the book, and they made him... Yeah, but I mean, like, heavy. in terms of battle scars. In terms of battle scars. Like, they do it with guys. Like, not in boxing movies. In boxing movies, yeah, they're going to look I'm gross. Yeah, I'm sure. But, um, like, 
I'm sure they do, but I'm sure it's, if you, you know, were to a, do it side a, by it's side. It's a cut. It's always a cut on the shoulder, and yeah. then the woman puts a little bit of iodine. It's like, <laughs> Ugh. It's like, fuck you. You just ran through glass and jumped through fire and, True. you know, flew up four stories holding onto an elevator cable point... and shot everything and, did, and then was hanging from in a helicopter, but a little bit of fucking iodine. I think and my point kiss. is, though, is that they're not as afraid to put it on the face, like, put stuff on the face as they are with a lady. Two, that line where he goes, I'm not disappointed, placing all of her value on her looks. Do you remember that part in the yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I when remember. When he sees her in the real life, he goes, I'm not disappointed. And to be fair, she did open that door earlier, like, when she was in her aperture form, and she's like, you might be disappointed if you see me. So, like, but... Both lines I hated. It's like they're placing you know all of the emphasis on the way she looks. So I I think it would have been... I agree. I think that it would have been more interesting if they were less Hollywoodized. Yeah, it was very... It was right? very it's like, I remember, I remember when uh, the first Hunger Games came out and I was in the grocery store and they had like a collection of books that were, you know, Hunger Gamesy, y and, and they were... It was so, they were so hot topicy these books, but they were on the grocery store shelves. Yeah. And one of them was like the the hotties of the tributes or something like that, <laughs> right? And I was like, what? And then I wanted to go see. I saw the movie, and it was just it was a bunch of attractive people, and a lot of which are terrible actors. Uh, they they looked very CWE. Yeah. Right where it's it's we got to do we this need and, a good and we face and, and we have actor. yeah right. so it's like we're hiring models rather than actors, and that always upset me because I'm always gonna be if if I like the actor and I, I like the character, I'm going to be attracted to them to a certain Christopher degree. Maloney and Lana to SVU. He is not a conventionally attractive oh, man, but handsome. damn, he he's is hot charming. because he's such a good actor he's and he's so charming. intense. He's doing a lot of comedy now. <laughs> oh really? I didn't know um, that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but like you look Sigourney Weaver in Alien, like she's not she, they, yeah. she's not this she's not a super hot lady in that you know, movie. But no. she's making it happen. You're like fucking Sigourney yeah. Weaver, right? And and I I think that's the second time I've referenced Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Like that. um, she's a she's good great. thing to reference. Yeah. But I think it, I I agree with you. I think it would be interesting. We saw a trailer for um, new movie called Eighth Grade. Uh, written and directed by Bo Burnham and stuff. Yeah. Coming out where it's this and girl she's, with. She's heavy and she's got acne and her teeth aren't perfect and she looks like a te- she yeah. looks like an eighth grader. She she's awkward and she's just seemed in the in the trailer. I'm already endeared to her and her plight and her struggle, um, because we've all been there and we've all done it. But I'm like, oh, I really feel for this particular situation, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It could be a part of the character. I don't. I don't know. It's and I don't a... think. I don't think that they hired the most attractive people. I don't think that the two leads in, in Ready Player One were bad by any means. Yeah. Um. Basically, I've, the movie could have been more interesting if it was not. We got to make sure we do it for a big audience. True. If yeah, I would have loved to have seen this. Uh, to be fair, it is a young adult novel. I have to remind myself of that. But I would have loved to have seen this movie, even with the changes that they made, but like in a grittier, like just kind of darker sense. I think that would have made it much more interesting. I would have loved to have seen the villain not be as, um, 
slapsticky. Uh, that's not the right he's word. He's a little but... cartoony. Yeah, it was a little bit cartoony. I thought he did a good job. I like him as an actor. He's in Rogue One. And yeah. He's just kind of a he's a he's he. When he's a villain, he's kind of a weaselly guy. I've seen him play like nice, like like a father figure kind of thing. Well, I liked him at first when he was on the screen, but then I realized what he what how they were having his character go, and I was like, I don't think I like that as much. But I thought he himself did a good job. But it was the way they had pointed out the sure. character that I was like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's it's disappointing. I think if you are a diehard fan of the book, uh, you're gonna love a lot but also hate a lot about the movie i think i think you'd hate you're gonna hate more than what you like um for me having read the book but not for a while and not really caring for it i was just very kind of i just felt very um amb- what's the word ambivalent amb- amb- ambivalent ambivalent that's the word uh, towards because movie. because like, the whole time i was just here, like, yeah, eh. i got you because so much was ambiguous you felt ambivalent <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i just kind of like eh and it was too long. <laughs> uh, what would you, if you had to give it a grade? Um, I would say C plus. I'm gonna give it a C. <clears throat> I think that some people will give it a solid B. I'm sure there's yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna give it a C. Who should go see this movie? Uh, people that like video games and pop culture references and are okay with things not bat- matching the book or the source material exactly. Uh, people that like a lot of CGI. Um, that's who should, I think, should go see this movie. I say go to a second-run theater. Yeah. Honestly, go- if I had paid for this in the theater, I probably would have been really disappointed, but since we do Movie Pass, I yeah. was, that's probably why I'm going to give it a C+. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go to a, go to a second-run theater. There's not a lot of spoilers, really. No. Like it's not like major plot points where it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, go to a second round theater, support a smaller theater. Get yourself a beer. I had a cider. It was great. Um. I think Isle of Dogs is gonna be next. We're gonna go Hopefully. see. We're gonna go see Dune. Speaking of smaller th- second round theaters and things like that, we're gonna go to Louisville Theater and see David Lynch's Dune. Cause I haven't seen it. Uh, and then Isle of Dogs is gonna be the next new movie new, new movie um unless something else comes up yeah um but i'm gonna push for isle of dogs yeah i know i want to see it too all right great thank you internet bye